Welcome to Mike and Marty from the Berg. On this episode, me and Mike are going to preview the Super Bowl Chiefs versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're also going to do Gambler's Corner. We got a very special interview with WVU commit Nick Mayer. Very excited for that. I played two years with Nick. Great guy. We got a little Pirates talk. Pirates making headlines as always. Just kicking everyone off the ship. We got Penguins recap. We're going to talk a little surviving barstool, a little rough and rowdy, a little barstool talk at the end, and then the happy birthday hype up. It's the Super Bowl, Mike. Football, football, football. Caddy Mahomes. Tom Brady. Who's going to win? Oh, Mike, I'm all juiced up, baby. It's Super Bowl week. Super Bowl weekend, baby. Here we go. Ready to roll, ready to roll as always. Oh, Martha, this is the best time of the year. It's better than Christmas. It's better than any other holiday you could like. It's the New Year's. It's Super, Super Bowl week is the most American holiday there is. It Super is. Bowl day. Everyone takes off work the next day. That Monday, no one goes to work. You know what? Why don't we make that a national holiday? I'm tired of this. Let's have Joe Biden. Let's put in the bill. Let's put in a freaking – let him sign something. We need Monday after the Super Bowl to be a national holiday. Gosh, gosh dang. I, I 100% love agree. I love that Sunday. Best Sunday of the year. So we got Chiefs. We got Buccaneers. Two super old coaches and Bruce and Andy Reid. Great coaching battle. It shows that you don't really need that young stud like Sean McVay to get to the Super Bowl. Um, we got Tom Brady versus Mahomes, old man versus the new kid on the block. I'm excited, Mike. This game is going to be the equivalent to the NBA version if we saw LeBron James play Michael Jordan in the game. This <laughs> you is, read that off of a tweet, Mike. I, I, I literally word for word. But these are the two best quarterbacks that that probably ever touched the touch the field. I mean, they're insane. They're it's, it's gonna Montana. be a high level of play. Joe Montana, come on, Mike. What about Joe Montana, baby? Pat Mahomes, Tom Brady. Joe Montana might be three, but Tom Brady and Pat Mahomes are on the same field on Sunday, playing for it all, playing for the Lombardi. It's all right, I just have some hot take. Tom Brady gets carried by his defense to Super Bowls. Um, that's up for discussion, but he is, yeah, he's the most winningest. He's made more Super Bowls than any other team in NFL history. That's, that's a stat. That is quite a statistic. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Obviously I'm 100% against the Bucks in this game. Um, go chiefs. I'm all in for Pat Mahomes going back to back. They're slowly building a dynasty. You need at least three and five years for a dynasty, in my opinion. Um, Injuries on both sides. The biggest injury for me that could hurt the Chiefs is Eric Fisher, their left tackle. Well, I do not think he would be playing, which really hurts because that defensive line with JPP, Shaq Barrett, and then those linebackers and Devin White and uh, Devontae David are really good. So that could hurt the Chiefs. But the Chiefs got some studs on uh, defense too and Chris Jones and the Honey Badger. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I think it's going to be tough for anybody on the Chiefs, on the Bucks to contain the offense that the Chiefs have. I said that last week about, I was talking about Kelsey, but I mean, Tyreek Hill, he's faster than a freaking cheetah. Like he's the fastest man on earth. No one can guard him. It's unfair. It's unfair. It's going to be a shootout. It is going to be upper a hundred. It's going to be like 90 total. <laughs> like, it's going to be a high scoring game, dude. You think so? I think it's going to be a lot of scoring. It's going to be probably one of the best Super Bowls we've seen. I hope. At least I know. Fingers crossed. If the Chiefs bring their A game like they did against the Bills last week, this game's over midway through the third quarter. Oh, yeah. This turns into a route. Um, If they show their, like, B game or B-minus game, Tom Brady's going to take advantage. 
and he might get another one, which I would hate to see. Like, that would really just make me sad, very sad. If he plays anywhere close to the way he did against the Packers, this game's over before halftime. I mean, if he, he threw three picks against the Packers. If he throws any picks against this team, Chiefs know how to capitalize. We've seen it before. They're just they know when they know when to pick it up. It's like all year they were playing backyard football. And like, but as soon as it gets a little bit tight for them, they know when to turn the Jets on and just just press. They just know when to, they know when they know to, they know they know how to win. Bottom line. They're winners. Andy Reid's a winner. Andy Reid said after uh the game, he cannot wait for his uh his uh quarter pounder with cheese. He cannot wait for his cheeseburger. So no Don't get in the lose. way of Andy Reid and his cheeseburger. So he wants to win to get that cheeseburger. Oh yeah! If he loses, he might settle for a McChicken. But Andy Reid's not the guy to settle <laughs> for a McChicken. No, Andy Reid doesn't settle <laughs> for McChickens. He gets those Big Macs, baby. <laughs> Although, did you hear uh, Tom Brady? None of his family's home. None of them are home. They left him, you know, so he can prepare and get ready for this game for this week. Wow! Wow! They, they are the biggest support group I've ever seen. That's impressive. If I was his wife, I'd be right there right until the end. But this is my question. A.B. has to still be at the house, right? How much preparing <laughs> is Tom Brady really doing with A.B. there? <laughs> I I, everyone, I saw all these think- Steelers fans on social media saying, it's like, oh, you know what? It's good to see A.B. back in the Super Bowl. Screw that. Screw that. I do not want him to be in <laughs> not back in the Super Bowl. I'm sorry. Get in the Super Bowl. I don't want him in a Super Bowl. Actually, no, he is back in the Super Bowl. He's back in the Super Bowl. He was on the Super Bowl team with the Packers. He was a rookie. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. But, uh, yeah, that sucks. I don't want to see this guy. He's a head kick. I mean, he probably tases himself for fun. He's crazy. <laughs> tases himself for fun. <laughs> oh. Hey, Mr. Big Chest, business is booming. Yeah, call God. Uh, call God. Call God. Call God. Uh, but, Mike, we got our picks we got a, I got a lot of picks for the Super Bowl. Um, I would just like to let everyone know I put these picks in before I realized that the barber is really an undercover agent for the uh, Chiefs, the Chiefs barber for the uh, Buccaneers. He has COVID. 20 people were in line to get a haircut. Pat Mahomes is one of them. If this guy wasn't caught, the Super Bowl would have been over. Chad Henney would have been the quarterback. Yeah, and we saw – I mean – I like Chad Henney, though. I mean, he, he turned it on against the yeah. Browns. <laughs> hey, it's Slim Henney. He slimmed down. When he was on the Dolphins, he was a big boy. But he is slimmed down. He's Slim Henney. We laid off the Henney. Now he's back on the freaking vodka. Less, ca- <laughs> <Exactly>. less calories. <laughs> less cows. But uh, I want to run through my picks. I love my picks. Okay, I'm going to go Kansas City Chiefs minus three against the Bucks. That's one of my big bets. You got to go with that. Mike, who's you got uh, Chiefs on the spread? I'm on Chiefs spread, yes, sir. Okay, did you, did you get minus three? Um, I didn't get it yet. I'm waiting just because I want to. I want to build up my bankroll a little bit first. But it, probably a good idea. There. Waiting, waiting. Unlike me, who's premature and made all my picks on Wednesday night. But <laughs> that's okay. Uh, I also got Chiefs money line double dipping. I mean, come on. How can you not take the Chiefs money line? If you're taking the spread, you, you got to take the money line. <laughs> take the spread, you take the money line in the Super Bowl. It's how it works. You double dip. Um, hopefully it doesn't come back to bite me. Um, this is my favorite pick of the night I'm making, the coin toss. I'm going with tails. Tails never fails, Mike. Tails Marty, never tails fails. Too, Marty, tails too. never fails. I'm going with tails. If that yes. bet hits and none of my other bets hit and I'm down a bunch of money, I will still be happy because that bet hit. That's all I wanted. That's all I want. So are you on it just solely because Tails never fails? 100% Tails never fails. I'm on it because I saw a video of a dude jump out of a out of a helicopter or like a, he was parachuting or whatever, skydiving, and they had this big coin, like bigger than my head, like a big coin, and they flipped it, and he followed the coin down. They dropped it off the airplane with him, and he followed it all the way to the ground. Bam, he got to the ground. It was tails. I'm putting all I'm putting all my money on tails. All the money on tails. It's fate. It's fate. Um, my next two bets, they kind of go hand to hand. Taking Tyreek over six and a half receptions. I'm taking Travis Kelsey over seven and a half receptions. The Buccaneers, their corners are bad. Their linebackers aren't really the best in coverage. They're pretty good in coverage, but they're not the best. Antoine Winfield is back. Jordan Whitehead, the pit boy's good. But Kelsey and Hill are going to get their targets and they're going to get their catches. 
that's how the Chiefs like win this game handedly. Is that? Um, going going right off that, I have Kelsey and Tyreek Hill over on the receiving yards, which is kind of hand in hand with you a little bit. I mean, if they're going to catch a lot of passes, they're going to get a lot of yards. But uh, exactly, I just want to confirm with you on my app. My app's a little weird because I'm in Ohio, so I don't get like the true odds. I don't think is Travis Kelsey a hundred and a half um, passing yards or receiving yards. Mine was 98.5. That's even easier. Okay, then I'll take that. I'll wait to see if this one moves. So I'll take over 98.5. And Tyreek Hill, I have 96.5. Yeah, that's about right. Okay. I have over on those two. They're both going uh, for the house. Yeah, I mean, you got I'm, – I'm, if you haven't noticed, uh, me and Mike are Chiefs heavy. We do yeah. not want Tom Brady to win. We are 100% betting against Tom Brady. Tom Brady, if you're listening to this, Mike and Marty, we are betting against you. Okay. You're the first person that we do not want on the pod. And we know you want to Yes. Play. And we, we don't do want, not want We do not want Tom Brady on the pod. No, no, no. Tom <laughs> Brady will never be on this podcast as long as I am living on this earth. But I mean, Tom, if you do, when we do blow up and if you do want to be on the pod, you can come on the pod. <laughs> Mike, what are you doing? No. Bad I, was cro- I was crossing my Bad fingers. Just to, I was giving him false hope. I was crossing my fingers. Okay, okay, Mike. Um, my other bet, uh, Travis Kelsey, scored a touchdown. Easy enough. Odds weren't fantastic for it, but I think the big man's going to get in the end zone. As he always does. I also got Mike Evans to score a touchdown. Mike Evans, Tom Brady's favorite target in the red zone. Mm-hmm. I like Mike Evans. Um you got any other any touchdown bets, Mike? Um, I have. I'm probably going to parlay them, but we'll just go straight for the sake of Mike and Marty's picks. Um, over uh, both quarterbacks, over two and a half touchdowns. Um, Tom Brady's, I think, a plus one, one thirty-seven or something for over two and a half touchdowns. And then Pat Mahomes is uh, he's minus one sixty-seven. I mean, they think it's going to happen. It's going to happen though. So parlay it. It's probably like a plus two thirty. Uh, and then I got Scotty Miller. I'm taking the, the white boy. I mean, Tom Brady loves his white receivers over one and a half catches. All he needs is two catches, just two receptions. That's it. And those That's are it. the scariest ones, Marty. Those are the scariest ones. You think it's too low, but it's low for a reason. Vegas is always freaking one step ahead. I know. I know. I know. I'm just saying. And then uh, got to get some Buccaneer bets in. You know, Scotty Miller, Mike Evans. I got two defensive Buccaneers players. I got uh, Devin White over nine and a half and JPP over three and a half tackles plus assistant tackles. So I like that. I think Devin White's going to have a big game. He's going to have to if you if they want to win. And uh, same with JPP. I think he's going to have a big game. And uh, I got playoff Lenny. Playoff Lenny Leonard Fournette to score a touchdown. Even odds. I like that one. Um, I would just go. I was just going to go play off Lenny over on his rushing yards, over 48 and a half. I mean, in the playoffs, if you look at what he's done, he goes above and beyond that every freaking game. So, playoff Lenny is going to do his playoff thing. He's going to run. He's going to get the yards. He's going he's gonna to make us money, Marty. Okay, Mike. Last bets or last bets. MVP. Who's your MVP, Mike, for this game? Yeah. Who you so, put your money on? The TikTok stars, brother, Pat Mahomes. You're putting your money on Jackson Mahomes' brother? I like it. I think Jackson Mahomes' brother will be a uh, will win the MVP. Um, Jackson will be very proud of him um, while he's making his TikToks. Probably make a little little silly little TikTok about it. Uh, but yeah, I like Patty. Patty Mahomes, dude. As long as he plays, if he doesn't play. <laughs> that'd be disappointing, but he will. Um, there's no chance he's not. Um, and I think it's his time. It's his time. This might be the you know the the changing of the flame. The the, the passing off of the torch, Tom Brady to Patrick Mahomes. This might be that game. Hey, uh, Marty, I got, I got a question for you. Yes. What color will be dumped on the winning coach of this game from the Gatorade cooler? What color? Well, I'm going to go – If it, I think the Chiefs will win, so I'm going to go orange. Orange. But if the Buccaneers win, I'm going purple. Okay. I'm going orange but no I think what. But I think it's orange. I think it's orange. Orange why is, is the it, play. Why is it always orange? Not always, but like yeah, really it's don't. been switching it up. Orange. It's usually orange, purple. There was a clear one year. It's either orange or purple. I 
feel like that is the easiest prop to rig for somebody. All you need is one guy on that bench to be like, open it, look in. Hey, guys, it's blue. Everyone hammers blue. Or the trainer that fills up the, the Gatorade. Yeah, that trainer could be the richest person on the planet of the earth. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I like orange. It's just a fun <laughs> prop. It's a fun prop. It's um, all for fun. Are you excited for the halftime show, Mike? I know you love the halftime shows. Oh, I love the halftime shows. The commercials? No, actually, I'm not a big fan of the halftime shows. That's normally when I, you know, hit the john or, you know, get some food or something. But the commercials, brother. The commercials I'm hyped for. I'm excited. Dude, the commercials are the best. Um, commercials in general have been getting better lately. I mean, we've huh? like the rock. Commercials in general have been getting better lately. Yes, they so have. I'm excited the, uh, for these ones. The the scoop there it is the the Geico commercial. <laughs> scoop there it is. <laughs> scoop there it is. Sprinkles. But yeah, it's my favorite commercial personally. Um, what about the uh, the Bud Light lemonade one where the grandma's like, like <laughs> and then she slashes the tire. Oh. This is better than my grandma's lemonade. <laughs> she, yeah, she was not She was not happy. You don't she disrespect Granny happy. like that. You can't disrespect Granny. But, yeah, I hope the commercials are good. I mean, like, commercials, the good food, some of the best parts of the Super Bowl. It is. It's I mean, what makes the Super Bowl the Super Bowl. It's not just a game. Mike, it's not. What, Mike, what's your favorite thing to eat Super Bowl Sunday? Like, Super Bowl app, like, kind of like food item that you eat the classic buffalo wings with celery and ranch to dip it in oh boy the buffalo wings and a little messy for the super bowl i like it oh Mike. you got to you got to what about you martha um i'm gonna stay in the same realm but i'm gonna go uh i like buffalo chicken dip oh okay that's always a great staple and then uh guacamole i do like buffalo wings though i like guacamole and chips what chips are you gonna be dipping dipping it in oh tostitos Every day. Yeah, so Tostitos. It's the Tostitos. You need the it's, Tostitos. It's the Tostitos with the Gabagoo. It's the Tostitos, even though it's the, the, we're talking in the Italian accent. We need the Tostitos. <laughs> um, but yeah, Mike. Hey, also, Super Bowl Sunday. That's yes. the last day of my quarantine. Oh, yeah. I am free Mike, on that Sunday. Mike has COVID uh, to let everyone know, so that's why uh, he doesn't sound the best. Um, he's got the cocoa. Uh, how you doing? How you doing? I'm tight. I'm all right. Not feeling the best. Lost all my taste. That's probably the worst thing. Yeah. Um, I was telling Mike, Mike, I was telling Mike before this, he was, he was late to jumping on. I was like, Mike, why do you need, he said, I'm eating. Why do you need to eat? You you can't taste anything. Come on. (laughs) Let's get this pod rolling. Um, My my mom gave me a piece of advice. She said, just because you can't taste anything doesn't mean you don't need to eat food. I was like, that's not how it works. (laughs) The body still needs food. The body <laughs> still needs nourishment. But, uh, Mike, what's your favorite Super Bowl moment of all time? My it's favorite question. Super- it was – it's got to be the first half of the game that Tom Brady, when he was still with the Patriots, was playing against the Falcons when they were down 28-3 to when he just looked miserable. I mean, we all know what happened. He came back and he ended up winning miraculously because you know the. Would NFL that be your worst year. Super Bowl moment? Is that second half? <laughs> the of that second game? half would be the worst Super Bowl moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but definitely the first half and seeing the misery in that man's eyes. Well, Mike, my favorite Super Bowl moment. I'm gonna play a little clip of it because it is the greatest Super Bowl moment I think of my lifetime, and it will be forever. Um. <laughs> Gets the snap. He scrambles around, throws it back corner of the end zone. Santonio with a touchdown! Santonio home! I don't know how he did it! Dominique Rogers Tromardi doesn't know how he did it! But they room touchdown in the far right corner of the end zone! What a throw! What a catch! What a game! That's how you beat great! That's how you beat great! That's how we beat great, baby! I had to play it. The Santonio Holmes toe touch. A tear came to my eye. It is one of the most beautiful plays I've ever seen. After the Larry Fitzgerald touchdown at Super Bowl, I was like, man, we might have lost. And then Big Ben comes out, two minutes drill, drives him down the field, throws it to the corner. Santonio Holmes, the toe touch. 
That's why we're great, is what he said. That was that was incredible. That was beautiful, man. He is the most he, – he has so much body control to get his both toes down in time. That was freaking beautiful. I saw it again the other day. You can't make this stuff up, man. You can't make it up. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. I mean, we're a Pittsburgh podcast. We obviously had to play a Steelers Super Bowl. Probably the greatest play in Pittsburgh Super Bowl history. Yeah, we got to get back there one day. That'll be, Deont- that'll be Deontay in a couple years from now. Hey, ne- ne- next year, baby. Big Ben's last year. Last ride. Last ride, baby, for Big Ben next year. We're going to the Bull. Write the story now, brother. Start it off now. Write the book. Start the 30 for 30. Get the 30 for 30 going on Big Ben. Let's go. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, brother. But yeah, I'm I'm pumped for the Super Bowl. I'm pumped for the Super Bowl every year. It is sad it's the last game, but it always goes out with a bang. The pageantry, there won't be packed fans, sadly. And it's it's actually really sad because it's in Tampa, so it would be crazy atmosphere. Um Tampa's not getting, you know, that economy boost from the Super Bowl, everyone being there. We got a halftime show. The weekend put seven mil of his own money into the halftime show. Uh, so it better be a good halftime show. Oh uh, wait, there, there's no fans there. Uh, it's like it's like twenty uh, percent. That sucks. I thought they went to Florida just for the fact that they could pack the stadium. Dude, they Florida, definitely could. COVID pack doesn't the exist down there. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't exist down here. But uh, yeah, I'm just. Did you hear what I said about the weekend? He put seven mil of his own money into the halftime show. No, why? I don't know. He's. It's, it should be a good halftime show, I guess. I better be. I saw the commercials for it. That's that it. commercial. That song is uh, stuck in my head. <laughs> yeah. And then the guy in the, uh, the guy in the parking booth is like jamming out. Looks across. Sees sees uh, the weekend there, and I forget if he's in a convertible or something. He's like, <laughs> Wait, you know who that is in the parking booth? No. Don't you watch Real Bros, Mike? Yeah. Real Bros of Simi Valley. You've seen it all, right? Yeah. It's Hector. Uh, I don't, I don't Hector? know. Hector? Mike, come on. Hector. He's the he's the fat uh, Hispanic guy in Real yeah. Bros. Is that the third season? Yes. Uh, I didn't really watch that one. Oh, come on, Mike. What are you doing? <laughs> Great show. You got to watch it and you'll see him. You're Jimmy like, Tatro. Yeah, it, it's 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 Jimmy Tatro's. It's the greatest thing he's ever brought to the world is Real Rose of Simi Valley. <laughs> yeah, that show is awesome. Zons, but, uh, get your boy. Zons. Zons, get your boy. You're really going to fight my kid, dog? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's funny. I'm excited for the Super Bowl. I just can't wait. I'll be sad when it's over and football's over for the year, but let's go, Chiefs. Patty Mahomes. I'm, yep, let's go, baby. Tom Brady dies tonight on Sunday. Woo! And now it's time for the Mike and Marty Gambler's Corner. Oh, yeah. For all your picks in every sport there is, baby. This week's special edition, it's all Super Bowl money going to be made, baby. So much money on the Super Bowl. And I don't care if I lose it all. (laughs) But, Mike, we already talked about those picks. We already gave our Super Bowl (laughs) picks earlier in the show. But Mike, I got some golf picks. Biggest tournament of the year so far. The Waste Management Open in Phoenix. Um, Hell of a sponsorship. Yeah, it's 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 one of the biggest tournaments there are. I think it, I think it's the 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 sixth uh, major. It's the sixth major. Because you know the players is known as the fifth major. Well, the Phoenix Open, the Waste Management Phoenix Open is the sixth major. <laughs> Um, sadly, fans, there won't be that many fans. It's usually a pretty rowdy crowd. Um, it's kind of like Happy Gilmore when he shows up on tour. Everyone's screaming and yelling, and they got the blow-ups going. Um, I got a couple top ten finishers. I think they're all winners. I think they're, these guys will all come to the top ten. 
Justin Thomas, top 10. I think he will win. Um, I'm going to go with that. I also like uh, Gary Woodland. He's kind of my uh, – he won back in 2017. He's kind of like my long shot top 10 guy, but I like him, plus 450 odds. Uh, Shoffley, the X-Man, I like him, uh, top 10. Uh, Hideki Matsuyama, the, uh, the man from Japan, uh, I like him. He's plus 225. I love that. And then uh, I'm going to go also the favorite. John Rahm's the favorite to win, uh, so I'm going to put money on him. He always does good in this tournament. Um, Mike, I got absolutely crushed on Monday. I got absolutely demolished on Monday. I had my big bet was the Penguins. They lost to the Rangers. Um, it made me very sad. I was very upset. Uh, but then we bounced back and went 9-2 and two on Tuesday. But still, those days you get crushed, they're tough. Oh, they when you, once you dig a hole, it is tough to dig back because then you're betting more, you're putting more into it, putting more picks down, trying to get yourself out of the hole faster. And then before you know it, you're in a hole twice as big. And you're it just like, God, dog on it. It never works. It never works. Um, but, yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough. Uh, wait, you got any picks tonight, Mike? What's going on in the slate? You know, these picks are Wednesday night, so they're going to be even older then. Yeah, I was just going to say, we're recording a day before, so these mean even less to you because you're probably forgetting about these games by now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're already the the real the real view window. They're gone. They're out the door. Um, but you know, Mike's at fifty two percent. I'm at fifty one percent. I hit my two hundredth win, two hundredth correct bets. Let's go. Thing uh, last week. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm only at 51%, so it really doesn't mean anything. It means that <laughs> I'm a little better than average, than uh, 50%, but that's okay. It's okay, Mike. We're both above water. Hey, I'm going to give you my luck for the night. Um, just because even though it doesn't mean anything, I thought this line was completely, absolutely absurd, and I'm not sure why it's a thing. Pacers are plus eight and a half to the Bucks. I mean, they're both great teams. I think the Bucks are 12 and 8, and the Pacers are 12 and 9, maybe something along those lines. Let me see here. Oh, shoot. It already started. Wow, look at that. Um, and the Bucks are up 13 to 7, so I better keep my mouth shut. No, I'm just kidding. There's a lot, there's a lot of game left. It's going to be fine. They're going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. Um, yeah, I, I just really don't see why the, why the Bucks or why the Pacers are given eight and a half points. I mean, it doesn't make sense to me. I think they'll cover it easily. You do know Victor Oladipo's not on the Pacers anymore, right? I do know that. I do know that. Okay, I'm just making sure. I'm just making <laughs> he's, sure. He's on the Rockets he's on, now. He's on. He's on. He's on those Houston Rockets. Hey, the um, Rockets. Just like I said in a previous Mike and Marty, they are better without James Harden. They are winning games. They are staying hot. They're better without James Harden. Okay, I like to hear it. I mean, I don't <laughs> think James Harden. He's good, but I, he'll never win. Um, no, no, he's he's a he's a stat builder. He's not a winner. Yeah, those Nets—they just give up so many points. Like, Nets. I don't think anyone will be able to. Uh, I don't think they'll be able to beat anybody in seven games. Yeah, I agree. They gave up too many points. Yeah, I agree. Um, so my lock, I'm gonna go with the Florida Gators. I hate to say it, being an FSU guy, but I'm gonna take the minus eight and a half against the South Carolina Gamecocks. The Cox—they suck. They're an awful team. One of the worst teams in the SEC. Um, so that's my lock. And then my I'm going with my heart pick of the night because I had this one. I'm taking Pitt plus three and a half, even though they are the coldest team in college basketball right now. Yeah. And they're playing a ranked Virginia Tech team. But even though they don't have their best player, it's still really good. So um, we'll see how that goes. Hey, they're um, up right now. What's the score? 18 to 14, brother. I'm telling you, hey, maybe. Hey, I always say this. Roll with your teams. Roll with your teams. Steelers. You know, controversial Steelers, to anything you've ever heard before. Marty says bet with your heart. <laughs> no, I didn't say bet with my heart. I said roll with your teams. Yeah, that, goes, that goes hand in hand. If you're, if you're no, it doesn't. Your you roll with your teams. You go with the teams that you're a fan of. Steelers, Penguins, Pi, Pirates. Sorry, Pirates. That was a tough one to get out. Um, T-Wolves, I mean, they covered when I bet on them, when I live betted them. Um, and then uh, go with, you know, Pitt, FSU. I'm up, I'm up when I bet on my teams. I'm up when I bet on my teams. 
Well, your teams oh, that that list of teams is a pretty elite list of teams. Other than yeah, the, the, the third one you said there, the uh, Pup Pup Pirates or whatever those guys. Look, yeah. Other than them, you guys saw a list of teams there, Marty. You know, T Wolves were going for that number one pick. Um, can't wait, Cade Cunningham, <laughs> Minnesota. Uh, I don't want to say we're tanking, but uh, we're getting close. <laughs> Mike, remember I said the T Wolves can make the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey me and your preseason picks are not looking good too uh too good brother i had the heat, uh, you had the heat. <laughs> yeah they're seven and 13 they're not too hot <laughs> never bet on our futures never don't don't take our futures but uh yeah mike it's time to make some money this week ready to roll super bowl super bowl picks i i made too many but that's okay hey miss every shot you don't take or whatever the quote is i can't think sure you know but it's, that's it's, what it it's, is uh, uh, it's you Wayne miss 100%. Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. That's the quote. <laughs> um, so shoot every bet you can because one of them has to hit at least. Mike, to the moon. To the moon. To the freaking moon, brother. Woo! We got a very special guest. WVU commit. Former North Catholic Trojan. Wide receiver, outside linebacker. Same school that me and Mike went to. Nick Mayer. How you doing, Nick? I'm doing good. Thank you guys for having me on. I love the show. Are you are you a listener? Man, my man. I am. I've been a listener since day one. That's I what we remember that. I got a picture you listened to it on the first episode we released. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. My man, my man. So uh North Catholic alumni, along with me and Marty. That's always Always a pleasure to have another Trojan on here. And we got to get down business. Big news. You committed to WVU. Uh, now, Nick, did you get a did you get an official offer or did you get are you a preferred walk-on? That's what me and uh, Mike were wondering. Yeah, I'm I'm going in there as a preferred walk-on. Um, so I don't I'm I'm not getting any money or anything, but I'm gonna try to, you know, work my way up and earn a scholarship and everything. So I like to hear us, so I like to we, hear. I've seen your work work ethic before. I think that's been very, very much in the card. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Very smart move, I think, by you going to a big school. Um, UVU instead of because I do know you had other offers to smaller schools, but what made you go for kind of like the whole pie and go for a big Division One program? Yeah, I mean that was really it. It was just you know chasing that dream of playing the the highest level of football that I could possibly play at, and. Um, you know, just just like if I had gone to one of those other schools, you know, um, I wouldn't have wanted to look back and think like what could have been if I would have taken that opportunity I had at WVU. So it's really just uh, chasing chasing that dream, you know. Are you excited to burn some couches? I know they do that <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have heard that. Yeah, I don't know if I'll uh, really be getting in on all that, but <laughs> we'll see. They'll be burning couches in your honor, you know, catch that game winning touchdown or make that tackle. Actually, that's a good question. What what position do you think they're gonna have you go? Because you played wide out, really good wide out for the Trojans your senior year, and uh some uh linebacker. I mean, you wreaked havoc in the backfield last year too. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna play receiver there. Okay, nice, nice, okay. I saw something saying you might you love playing both sides of the ball. You think you're gonna try to play any D at all or? I mean, whatever, where, wherever they need me to play, whatever will get me on the field quickest, I'm, I'm definitely willing to play. I mean, going in there as a freshman, like as a walk-on and everything, I mean, I think my first goal is just to get on, you know, every special teams that I could get on and, and just work my way up and everything like that. But um, if I got to pick, I'd say uh, I like playing receiver better for sure. That's what I like to hear. Yeah, I mean – just got to get in there. Got to get in yeah. there. Got to get physical. Got to show the coaches that I'm here for a reason. Yeah, no doubt. Um, does Coach O'Shea, did he still make you guys run stairs? Uh, yeah, that's funny, actually, you asked that because uh, we got out of it this year because of COVID. You can't have can't have all those people in the stairwell with COVID. Oh, my goodness. Lucky that's a bunch of baloney. That's <laughs> no, not so right. No stairs for us. But uh, I actually – I believe uh, off-season lifting all the underclassmen and stuff, I think they're back in there now. But 
No, nah, senior year, no stairs for me. I hope he did something. Nice I hope he made you guys run outside or something. Did he make you guys oh, run yeah, the hill we, or do anything? We got we got plenty of conditioning in in the summer and everything like that on the field and stuff. But yeah, no stairs. Hey, I I didn't mind the stairs. I enjoy the stairwell. Oh yeah, I didn't mind it either. But uh, uh you know you're lying. <laughs> oh, hey, whoa, 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 hey, 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 hey. I liked it more than uh Carson Primrose did. I can tell you that. I liked it more than <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, and you're lucky you got out of doing the stairs. Wow. <laughs> uh, Mike never did the stairs. Mike never played football. Mike, the stairs. I, I was always no. in the locker room watching you guys come in and dreading your whole life and reconsidering every thought you've ever made in your life after those stairs. You all look miserable every time. <laughs> every time. Yeah, no disrespect, Mike, but I'll, I'll know if you'd make it through a stairwell session. <laughs> Probably not. Most likely not. <laughs> I don't think I can make through one now. I'm really out of shape. There's no chance I could do one now. <laughs> uh, but uh, you do know you're going WVU. They have their song, Country Roads. Yeah. Do you know that song by heart? I think that's it. I know. I mean, I know the, uh, the, the main part, the meat and potatoes of the song. I don't know if I know all the, all the lyrics, though. I'll learn them, though. Better. That's not like, good enough. You need to yeah, know the whole song. I, I feel like by the first day of practice, you got to know the song. I feel like that's a rite of passage at WVU. You got to know Country Roads. And you got to know how to make a tackle. I'll get studying. I'll get reading the lyrics and stuff. If you're going down to Morgantown and you're not burning couches and you're not knowing the whole words to uh, Country Roads Take Me Home, I don't think you belong there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's man. two things. Learn the playbook. Learn country roads. Yeah, definitely. That's it. That's all you need at West Virginia. You don't need to do <laughs> anything else. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's what they're saying up there and stuff. 100%. <laughs> Said if this kid can't learn the song, we're just going to send him back to PA. Are <laughs> uh, you looking forward to it? Oh, yeah. I can't wait. I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just, I just can't wait to get up there and and get to work and everything. I'm really excited. When do you go? When do you go on campus and start working out and stuff? Um, so I'll go up in June, um, for for like camp and stuff, and I'll actually have to take like a class and stuff while I'm up there. So I'll be up there for um, most of the summer, like right after I graduate and stuff. Oh, so shit, like not even, like like a week or two turnaround time, and you're moving in. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking something like that. I don't know the exact date, but yeah, it's it's definitely sometime in June. I have a question. How many uh, preferred walk-ons do they let on uh, the team? In the I'm not class? sure. I saw uh, there was at least two or three that just committed today. Um, but overall, I'm I'm not sure how many. I mean, I know of. I could name probably at least like five or six of them right now. But I mean, there's there's at least like. I don't even know. There's at least probably like 10 in my class coming in, but I'm not any, sure how many. Any competition or you, you got them handled, right? You, <laughs> you, you'll take – Nick, you're a big boy. Uh, you'll take care of business. Yeah, I, I hope so. I mean, I'm, I'm going to do what I have to do and everything, but I, I'm not really sure uh, uh, what the competition is going to be like and stuff, but I'm excited to find out. You, you have, have to go up to the biggest guy, the biggest guy on the team, Challenge him to an Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about all that. Hey, hang on. Look, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. You beat him. You catch the coach's eye. And you're like, <laughs> everyone's like, holy cow, this kid's for real. You lose. Forget about it after a couple days. I'm just you're saying. Talking about, you're talking about a one-on-one -on -one with, like, the biggest guy. That's probably, like, a no, like, 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 like 6'10", like, like, a lineman. No, no, no. Like, a, like, a, like, you're – like a wide receiver or a corner or a uh, linebacker, <laughs> probably a linebacker. Like, not, not, I'm not talking to go up against like a beast, like a big boy. Someone yeah. who's in the same uh, position. I don't know, man. Maybe. <laughs> you, I don't uh, know. Are you playing basketball this year for the Trojans? You finishing out your senior year with some hoops? No, I decided not to play this year. I, I decided to follow in your footsteps and uh, not play my senior year. <laughs> it's smartest, <laughs> it's wisest. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, but they're 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 having a good season though. Oh yeah, I saw that. I saw they're beating some big big name teams. Yeah. <clears throat> That's probably smartest for you too though, not to go and lose some weight when you need to start bulking up probably, right? Yeah, that's that was my uh, thought behind it. Just uh, focus on lifting and, and getting faster and everything and just getting prepared for college football and everything. Awesome, awesome. You got to give us the numbers now. You got to give us the numbers. Bench, uh, <laughs> hang clean, and squat, go. You've always been uh, able to lift honestly, a ton in high school. Honestly, I've. if you're talking max, I have no idea. I haven't really – I haven't really like one rep max in a in a long time. Um, what do you think? Give us your best guess. <laughs> bench, my bench has got to at least be like, it's got to be close to three hundred. I don't know. I'm I'm thinking maybe three hundred, three hundred five for for one rep. Um, squat, yeah, squat and hand clean. I honestly have no idea. That's a lie. You know the hang clean. I know Coach O'Shea <laughs> makes you guys hang clean every day there. Come on. I'd, I'd like to think I could get 225 on a hang clean for one rep, but I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, that's more than I've ever done. And, Mike, <laughs> a bench is probably more than you'll ever do in your life, that 300. Yeah. <laughs> you too, Marty. What are you talking about? Hey, I'm getting big. I'm getting You're big. You're putting up 300. No, not now. <laughs> we will eventually. I mean, I'm not training to be a Division One athlete. I'm <laughs> – I'm training to become the best Division One college student I can be. <laughs> what are you? Um, how, how is it down there? You're down in Florida, right? Yeah, Florida State. Uh, it's great. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's a good school. Hopefully, I feel like we got WVU. Actually, we were supposed to play WVU last year. They canceled the game, so it'd be cool if we get that game going. Uh, yeah, that would be pretty cool. And if it was in Atlanta, I'd definitely go. Um, it would be. It'd be cool. We'd we'd uh, we'd smoke you, one hundred percent. No chance the Mountaineers beats the Trojans. Trojans are back. Uh, not the Trojans. Seminoles. Seminoles are back. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Mike, you got a question? You've been quiet over there. You definitely have a question. No, I'm, I'm good. I'm just I'm enjoying you guys talking. I'm not I'm not feeling too good. I'm just listening. I'm observing right now. <laughs> you have COVID. Yeah, I got the COVID. Really. <laughs> So, yeah, you, are yeah. you up at school? Yeah, I'm up at school. My whole house has it. Damn. All except the one kid, but he already had it, so he's he's immune. Wow. That's yeah, crazy. Not fun, not fun. How many days into the quarantine are you? One. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know wow. Yesterday, drove up here today to quarantine away, and yeah, I'm, I got out of there. I went home to visit my family, and all of a sudden, I, was like, I started feeling bad. Nowski called me. He said he had it. Drove right back up here to get away from them. Wow. You have any symptoms? Can't taste freaking nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I've been eating. I've been trying to eat as like this. I've been trying to eat stuff I've never eaten before just to see if I can like get it down and not taste it. Can't taste anything. It's, wow. it's weird. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah, I can't imagine that. Yeah, North uh, Carolina did well. You guys didn't have any outbreaks, surprisingly. No, not at all. I mean, um, there was a couple kids that had had it and like had to get contact trace and stuff, but, but school's really weird this year. Uh, we have the option to like, like be online one day and then be in person the next day. So it's like only half the school's really there, probably less than that. Honestly, like the senior class, like less than half the people go. So it's, it's really weird. Where, where are you at in that? You home all the time? I was, so I went to school all football season. And then after football season, I didn't go at all until, after Christmas break, and then I've been going pretty much every day since since Christmas. But what a weird time! You can just choose to stay home and do it from your phone. Yeah, it's crazy. That is crazy. That is crazy. But uh, Nick, I kind of want to know uh, what coach from uh, WVU approached you to, uh, you know, kind of tell you that we want you to come here. Um, coach Nealon was the the guy that reached out to me. He's the uh, offensive analyst um yeah he's he's a pretty cool dude he's the his I don't know if it was his dad or his grandfather uh was actually the head coach of WVU um back in the day I'm not sure when but uh yeah coach coach Nealon so he's the one that reached out that's cool that's cool um okay Mike do you have any questions before I give our man our future mountaineer New friend of the program, 
from now on, Nick, we are your guys. We got your back every step of the way. You're going to be the starting wideout at WVU, I got a feeling. I can tell. You got that That's great the goal. And That's the dream. That's the goal. You're going to pull it out, baby. Head down, keep grinding. You'll get there, brother. I got a feeling. Yeah, for sure. Thank you, guys. I appreciate that. But, uh, Nick, I ask all of our student-athletes this question. You probably knew it was coming if you listen. In your football career, who was the most influ in who influenced you the most and helped you along your football journey? You've been playing a long time, all the way through Ironman, which I also did in high school. You're about to move on to college. Who helped you the most through it all? Um, who helped me the most, I would say, is my parents just like supporting me the whole way and like um, being there every step of the way. Um, but I think as far as a football, like the, the, the football side of it, um, my trainer I go to, he's, he's really cool, uh, Tom Ricketts and, and he's helped, um, he's helped me in every aspect. I mean, like mental, like, uh, physical, everything, um, making me the best, you know, football player and the best athlete I could be. And, uh, yeah, he's just a really great guy. So I like to hear, so I like to hear. Is he at um, the uh, is he part of the lab? Yes, he is. He's the founder, owner, CEO, everything. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. You know that that dude's been putting some people through the ringer. I see. That's I didn't know you were part of that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he's got a lot of great athletes in there, and um, he actually just opened his new place not too long ago, and he's doing real well for himself. So, yeah, he's he's helping a lot of athletes. He's doing he's doing some really good stuff. Doesn't Serveni go to him? Yeah, Serveni does, yeah. Serveni. <laughs> I forget you what is get, he doing. You got to get Serveni on the show. He's up at Dayton. Oh, yeah. Dayton, big Dayton Flyer guy. Yeah, <laughs> you, you guys should definitely try to get him on the show. Yeah, yeah. Get some, get some Stromboli. <laughs> Stromboli. <laughs> we should just bring him on and just talk about Serveni's rest. Just Cerventis. Just talk about <laughs> And stop, just not talk about football whatsoever. Asking yeah. about the menu and everything, just all these Italian questions and stuff. That'd be funny. Oh, wait, <laughs> one last question. Just thought of this one. Did you guys have Cervenis as your pregame meal again this year? No, this year we did not because yeah, Cervenis, he's, he's, he's a year older than that. Yeah, he's a year yeah. older. I was like, how, how'd you guys get fed before games? Oh, a lot of, lot of good home cooked meals from the, um, from the O'Shea's and from the Primrose's. Mrs. Primrose is an insane cook. Her, uh, her tater, her, uh, what's it called? Tater tot casserole. It's something. Different. Oh my gosh. I remember that. I can't, it's that crazy. tater tot casserole was the most amazing thing ever. It's yeah. It's, it's probably up there with some of the best food I've ever eaten. Yeah. But then yeah. again, that was tater tot casserole before a football game. I don't know if that's the best thing to be eating. <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking that that doesn't sound too, uh, that doesn't sound like it'll stay down too well. Uh, but, uh, yeah, man. And, we had something like that too, my freshman, sophomore year. Uh, you know Mario Latronica? Yes, I do. I know the name. Yeah. His mom would cook for us. She was a lot like Mrs. Primrose, just an absolute wizard in the kitchen. She made yeah. some of the best chicken. Oh, it was delicious. Gotta yeah, love the home cooked meals. Definitely. Definitely. But uh, thanks, man. You're officially our guy. You can come on whenever you want to the pod, you know, talk about, we'll probably get you on closer to the season, see how you're doing. Um, see how the Mountaineers are going to be looking this year. We're um, the V guys now. We're the V guys. Nothing else to say about it. I like we're Nick, that. That's we're I Nick Mayer, the V guys. Let's remember. Nick Mayer. We're still pick Wait. guys, but. One, one last question. One last question. What number are you thinking about wearing? What number are you thinking about putting on? Oh man, if I can get nine, I'd definitely take nine, but I don't know. You're not getting work. nine. Get out of here, Nick. Come on. <laughs> I mean, that. If I can get nine, I'll definitely get nine, but I don't know. I'll take whatever they give me, honestly. All right, all right, all right. You'll be nine eventually. Nine. Yeah. Uh, but thanks for coming on, man. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you guys. I really appreciate it. I hope I can uh be back on soon and you know i'm gonna keep listening and everything and you guys you guys are gonna be big one day i can feel it oh thank you thank <laughs> Not you so as big much. as you brother you're starting in two years i got a feeling <laughs>
Yeah, keep working, All right, man. guys. Keep working, man. All right. Thank you guys have so a good much. One, Nick. All right. Have a good one. Okay, Mike, it's time for everyone's favorite segment, who's a Pittsburgh sports fan. It's time to talk about the Pittsburgh Pirates, the Buccos. Uh, Chris Archer, we didn't re-sign him, obviously. Um, too much money. And he went back to the Tampa Bay Rays, the team that we got him from, by trading Meadows and Tyler Glass now, two uh, all-star players. Mike, do you think this will go down as the worst trade in Pirates history in, in MLB history? Um, yeah, I was just gonna say in simple terms, this is the worst trade in MLB history. So yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. but, but, I mean, they're they just consistently make the worst decisions. I've never seen ownership with this lack of I don't even know if it's a lack of interest in winning or lack of care of the team. Or like I, I really I the dude might just be insane, nothing. I don't no, know. I have to say I have to say one thing, Mike. Uh, new GM, new manager, they're probably clearing house to try and start over because there's really nothing. I don't know. They shouldn't have gotten with Josh Bell. Should have kept him. The pitchers they got rid of, I'll miss Joe. But in the fence, Chris Archer had to go. He wasn't very good for us, and he got hurt last year. He was yeah. hurt for the whole year last year. But So I guess they're just trying to go with the young guys and rebuild, but they're not making any moves. They're just subtracting, subtracting, subtracting. They're not doing any addition. I've heard that word rebuild every year for the last 20 years of Pirates baseball. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. It's 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 sad, but, like, it is a new GM and a new manager, so, like, they got to do something. They can't continue with this roster. It stinks. Yeah. Um, I mean, the only guy I like left on the team is freaking Colin Moran just because he has a red beard. <laughs> like, this team oh, is going nowhere. What about – uh? jeez, uh, oh, I got to think now. Who's even on the Pirates anymore? Exactly. Uh, kind of no names. Um, no. Uh, we got some outfield guys that are good. Uh, Cole Tucker's cool. We got a picture with him. He's pretty cool. Yeah. Is he? Is he finally up on the? Is he finally up in the big leagues? Like. Oh no, he's league? forever on the big leagues. He has to be. He was going up and down last year. Wasn't oh, he? I like I like Cabrian Hayes. Cabrian Hayes is good when he came up and played. I don't even know who that is, dude. Yeah, you do. Know. Third baseman, you do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Um, Mike, Mike is so distraught. Mike used to be a season ticket holder of the Pirates. Him and his pops, when Lil Breen was young, would go to the games. They knew the guy where they sit, the the usher. They were best And now big Mr. Breen sold it all away because the Pirates are going in no direction. You have crushed the spirit of a young Pirates fan, Pittsburgh Pirates. I hope you know that. Mike Breen, he told me last night that he's not a Pirates fan anymore. I have jumped ship. He has jumped ship. I'm still on the ship because I, I could never just jump ship but on, on one of my teams. But he's jumped ship, and it's, it's sad to see. A kid growing up going to the games, loving the atmosphere, the experience of that beautiful ballpark, and he just crushed him. He crushed him. You know, if they make some more moves, if they, if I see uh, some interest, if I see uh, ownership show some interest in the team, or you know, even if the players go out there, I mean, I'm not, I'm not discrediting the players. They always do go out there and give it their all, but I need to see something, some sort of spark. Not even, I don't even need to see a winning record over 500. I just need to see somebody care on this team. Nobody. Competence, does. competence. Yeah, I need competence. I need something, man. We got the number one pick. We'll probably, we'll probably trade, trade that away for prospects and cash, probably. Exactly. Just a line nutting pocket some more. Yeah, it's bad. Hey, maybe Jeff Bezos will buy us. He's not the CEO of Amazon anymore. He's got some yeah. free time. He's got money. He's got a lot of money. Hey, Bezos, come this way, brother. Jeff Bezos, if you are hearing this, please buy the Pirates and put a lot of money into our salary cap. Yes, make us a winning team. Make us a happy city once and for all. <laughs> But, Mike, let's uh, move on to the Pirates. We got an entire summer to talk about Pirates baseball because we got to come up with something to talk about over the summer. Um, the Penguins, uh, I'm disappointed. Their power play is so bad. Mike, they are 0-18 last three games in the power play. They cannot score a power play goal. 
They lost to the New York Rangers, one of the worst teams in the NHL the other day. The game that I lost a good chunk of change on betting on them. And it's because they were 0 for 6 on the power play. You have Sidney Crosby. You have Geno Malkin. You have all these great hockey players. And, like, young guys like Rust and Getzel, P.O. Joseph, who I love on defense. And you can't get a power play goal. It's insanity to me, Mike. It's absolutely insanity. Mike, when you hear 0-18 and 18 in any sport, it's bad, isn't it? Yeah, that's not a number. That is – um. You know, I don't know if you're good at math, Marty, but that's zero percent. Yes, uh, <laughs> that's something you can't be. I mean, and like power plays, I don't know much about hockey, but I know that's when you got an extra guy on the on the freaking uh, on the ice, and you got to capitalize on those opportunities. And it, it, the zero and eighteen—that's embarrassing. That's just exactly that's Mike. I hundred percent agree. And I think this team still has this team has a chance to win the Stanley Cup. They got to get healthy on defense, but. They have a chance. They got skill enough skilled players. They play good five-on-five hockey. Goaltending's been playing pretty well recently. They just got to get the power play going. That's it. They get that power play going. They get to they do the power play how they're supposed to get up to that like eighty-five percent on the power play. Uh, that's kind of high. Hang on, not eighty-five percent. That's penalty killing. Uh, they get up to like thirty percent, which is pretty high on power play goals. This team can win the Stanley Cup, and we can raise another banner in Championship City, Pittsburgh, PA. And we can watch another freaking – another uh, Sidney Crosby drinking out of the freaking Stanley Cup with a brewski in there. Uh, he's my favorite Pittsburgh athlete of all time, Sidney Crosby. Who's yours, Mike? Mine's Sidney Crosby. Sid the kid, he's my favorite all time. Mine's that, uh, mine's that poor, poor lad who died on an airplane doing what good, uh, Roberto Clemente. That's a great one. I love that, Mike. Roberto Clemente. We need Roberto Clemente to come back, his spirit to infuse into the Pirates organization to help us out. We need, we do. I mean, that dude had heart. That dude had soul. Yeah, we need need that back. What was that one game where uh, it was uh, Robert Clemente? It was like his anniversary, like it was Clemente night. Yeah, Roberto Clemente day. And somebody put a Freaking bomb over the Clemente wall into the river. What was that? Do you remember that story? Uh, I forget who it was. It was yeah, the Josh Bell's debut, maybe. Actually, I think it was Josh Bell's debut. It was Roberto Clemente Day, and he hit it over the wall. That was freaking. That was chills, man. That was chills. And now he's gone. He's on the Nationals. So I, I really miss Josh Bell. We gave our farewell. We might have to give another farewell, Josh Bell, Mike, because I am <laughs> still upset about that. We might have to give that next episode, but still. Um, yeah, but let's move on. That was Penguins Pirates news. Uh, both struggling, but I got hope for the Pens. No hope for the Buckos. But big news, NCAA, 14, uh, NCAA football's back. EA Sports is continuing the college football video game that we all love. They're letting – what's the rule? The likeness of image of the players – yeah, and that uh, that rule went into effect, so they opened the game up again. NCAA twenty one, or is it twenty two? Well, 22. no, two to three years. We're gonna get in two to three years. Oh, that sucks. Well, whatever, whatever it is, that's awesome to see. Hopefully, it's less glitchy than Madden because Madden has become a dog shit game. Yeah, um, dude. Yeah. NCAA fourteen. I still play it on my three sixty at school. It's fantastic. It, it has. I mean, the graphics are not there compared to today but like the guys look like they're moving how they're supposed to move on a football field wait does this mean that we're getting ncaa basketball back too possibly mike those were good games too kevin 20, 2014 kevin or no it was 2008 kevin durant on the cover oh, blake griffin was wasn't blake griffin on one yeah he was yeah he was on one you know those were good games too better than 2k i mean just like real professional sports college sports are better I mean, yeah. video game, esports wise, real, real wise, college sports are where it's at. But yeah, I mean, I'm excited for that. And uh, Mike, I still play the 14 game a lot down at school. I got uh, 10 national titles. Just saying, I got 10 <laughs> national titles. Hey, hey, don't hype them up. Don't hype them up. Dynasty. I got 10 national titles. The year's 2045. I'm on a roll. Um, hey, uh, who, who's president in 2045? 
2045, that would be uh, Dave Portnoy. Dave Portnoy is president. <laughs> uh, oh God, I hope not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, I love Dave. Dave's our guy. Don't don't hang on Barstool. No, I just – Dave Portnoy becomes president. Rough and Rowdy. <laughs> rough and Rowdy on Friday. Rough, oh, Big Rough, rough and Rowdy would become a national sport if Portnoy was president. But, dude, Rough and Rowdy this Friday, probably the second most anticipated event next to the Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> Billy Football, the Barstool intern versus Jose Cansego, that uh, steroid-using scumbag. It's going to be fantastic. Oh, baby. That dude's got about 40 years and 40 pounds on Billy. And Billy's, Billy, Billy doesn't care. He's going to take it to him. Dude, Berserker Billy. Berserker Blood Cult. Berserker Blood Cult Billy. Dude, he's going think, to – I think he's going to win. I want him to win. No one wants Jose to win. No, that guy is a lying scumbag. He's the villain. He and, is the uh, villain. Billy's we, the hero. We need Billy, Billy. to defend the cat's honor. We need, him yep. to, we need him to do right in the barstool world. We need him to show this Jose scumbag what's up. Jose exactly. was one of too. He was saying, I forget, I forget the names he was calling out, but he said another, a couple other barstool names. He was like, and you better hope after I beat Billy's ass, I don't turn into you guys anywhere close to the ring because I'll jump right out and beat your ass, too. I right, like whoa. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, he's, he's a little too big for his uh, britches. Uh, that's all I have to say. Um, steroid user, if you don't know him. And then he wrote a book pretty much calling out everyone who used steroids with him. He pretty much brought steroids to baseball. Um, yeah, kind of made it mainstream. But, uh, Mike, there's some other Barstool content that we started watching, which uh, we have both enjoyed thoroughly. Um, and I think all of our viewers should watch it. Surviving Barstool. Okay. So this show was made by uh, KFC. And uh, – if you've ever watched the show Survivor, you know how it works. But instead of like surviving 40 days in a like jungle area, no water, like very little water and stuff, they have to survive seven days in the Barstool office. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it might be even worse than surviving in the wild. Imagine, imagine being in a place 40 hours a week as it is, 40, at least 40 hours a week as it is, and they happen to go and stay there. For a week straight, not even be able to leave your place of work. That would yeah, suck. They still, yeah, they still have to work during the day. Yeah, they wake up, they're all groggy, they can't shower, miserable. That's just, I mean, Marty, like, uh, imagine you, imagine you staying at Jimmy John's for seven days in a row. Remember your days there? Imagine having to sleep in the back for seven days in do- a row. Dude, is this a surviving Jimmy John's Mike and Marty edition coming out? <laughs> I think it might have to be. Who can make the sandwich faster is one challenge. By the end of the week, I'll have half half the freaking people there killed on a slicer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go crazy. Yeah, it's, it's a great show. If you've seen Survivor, a lot of backstabbing. Uh, Tommy Smokes, if you know him, he is just so He's slimy. He's so slimy. He looks slimy, and he is slimy. Yeah, he probably smells slimy, too, that little rat bastard. But, uh, Mike, you think you could handle it? You think you'd handle surviving Barstool? Oh, yeah, I'm the slimiest of them all. (laughs) You think you could win win regular Survivor out in the wilderness? Um, no. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Maybe if you gave me enough, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe if you give me enough morphine, maybe. Mike, are you okay? I'm concerned about your health. It looks like you're deteriorating a little bit from this COVID. You're laying back. You're very <laughs> – you look, like, exhausted. Oh, Marty, I am it's, – it's taking a toll on me. I thought I was getting – I thought the worst of the symptoms were yesterday. It's hitting me twice as hard today. See, this is, this is what we do. Mike feels awful. And he is still giving you this quality content of Mike and Marty. <laughs> he still tweets out his picks. He still gets you ready to roll. He still does the podcast. We're for the people. He still bashes the Pittsburgh Pirates. <laughs> he is ready to go. He's for the people. From Mike the people. And Marty. Mike and Marty just want to give the listeners an experience that they would want to receive, that they would want to listen to if they were not the one giving the experience to listen to. That's a lot of words. But basically what I'm saying is we care for you. 
we do care for our listeners and uh we love you guys and now for this week's edition of the happy birthday hype up cristiano ronaldo awesome man ronnie Sultan of the step over. The goal scoring foot fairy. Football, 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 football. Taking dives. Soccer. USA men's national team stinks. Hey, Mike, it's going to be a great year. Adam, in your celebration.